Alrighty, folks, episode six of Membi Podcasting is brought to you by InfoWars. <laughs> InfoWars is a super right-wing podcast that provides many things, most, most specifically just random conspiracy theories. Along with conspiracy theories, we also provide you with numbers of 12-year-old, 12-year-old crisis actors, male vitality products, a.k.a. rhino sex pills, and also... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my voice hurts, y'all. Let's start this damn thing. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to MB Podcasting. It's episode six. Uh, we just heard Chris do an ad it's in, his, in his best Alex Jones voice. I got a fucking frog's gay. <laughs> Actually, oh, wait, wait. That was the last part. The last part was going to be that like, we found the cure to prevent the frogs from being gay. Actually, I'd just like to offer a correction. It's not, uh, what was it, rhino sex pills? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. It's actually gorilla cum. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, so so somebody use it here. No, no, no. Just you know, if you're gonna do something, you might as well do it right. Yeah, you idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm right. sorry. I'm read a book. I'm read sorry. Read conspiracy theory. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you ever been on YouTube? I don't watch episodes of Infowars. Why not? Huh? Why not? Because I'm educated. I'm subscribed to it. Mm-hmm. How? It got, how? How? It's off every. It's like it's it's off every popular platform. I'm pretty sure Alex they took it. Out, they took it down on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm pretty sure Alex every- Jones is banned from like the internet. Yeah, he is. Sure. I remember. I remember when they, they they started purging all of his accounts. It's kind of like they, that kid Jacob Wool who was banned from like the from the uh, financial industry at age 18. The fuck did he do? He's security fraud. He just like frauded as many businesses as he possibly could because huh. he's a fucking moron. American dream. He's a fucking surefire intelligence guy. Remember. No. When are you talking about? Oh my god, you don't know? No. Okay, let's save that for later. We'll throw it out at the end. Okay. No, well, throw it out now. I want to hear this. Okay, no, you got to talk about it now. All right, fine. We're going to talk about this real okay, quick. Okay, so Surefire Intelligence, right? It was this allegedly... Allegedly. 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 It was a, uh intelligence firm, right, that was mm-hmm. investigating Robert Mueller, the special counsel investigating Donald Trump. Okay. And... Special counsel. Basically, it's, it said that... Um, I think they did it on the 4th, a couple days before the election... And their their whole thing was like, oh, we have evidence that a Robert Mueller sexually harassed somebody, like he's he sexually assaulted someone, mm-hmm. and you know they had, they had a whole press conference and everything. But then people started digging, and it was like the fakest thing you'd ever see in your whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they used like LinkedIn profiles, right? So it was like, oh, these are people who work for us. But one of the profile pictures was Christoph Waltz. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> and another one was Bar Raffaele, the model, the model. So it's like it was like. The most sloppily put together, like, intelligence agency, uh, you know, ever. Uh, the company's phone number was uh, Jacob Wool's mom. Like, he linked Oh, them. my God. So when reporters started calling, they were calling his mom. was like, uh, do you guys have surefire intelligence? Um, we need to speak with Mr. Jack Berkman. That's literally, like, lying on your resume and putting, like, oh, yeah, like, this is totally, like, my manager's phone number, but it's really, like, your, like, co-worker's number. They'd be like, yo, if they ever call you, just say, like, you're my boss. Like, even though we literally worked together and I was oh, above yes, you, but if ever anybody yes, ever calls you... I'm currently trying to employ a new person here. Yeah, like, no, so... Are you his former boss, Ben Dover? <laughs> yeah, in, in an attempt to discredit Robert Mueller as, uh, you know, special counsel so they could protect Trump, so he could keep doing, committing crimes and not have his previous ones investigated, you know, Jacob Wool, he uh, went ahead and made, made this whole thing up. So, you know... Now he's banned from every financial institution? No, no, he did that before when he was, like, 18. He's 20 now. Oh wow, he's he's getting ahead in life. Yeah, right. Damn, yo, wait till wait till wait till wait till he went from being banned in the financial in industry yeah. to trying to meet to Robert Mueller. Yeah. Huh? You know this kid. This kid. What's it called? He probably didn't have like any friends in high school. He was probably like a you know. It's like just. And you know this is what happens. Like you have to be nice to people, otherwise they turn into fucking crazy people. Because they just start making shit up in their own heads. Jesus, it's just like PizzaGate. 
it's exactly like Pussy Oh Pussy. my god. Anyway, sorry about that little diversion. Actually, I guess actually, that's, a really, that's a really good thing to go off topic of because I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, like, you know. I heard about the whole thing with them trying to prove the thing against Robin Mulder, but I didn't, I didn't know the, de- the details about it because you yeah. know, it, was, it, it was apparently proven wrong. Yeah, because it was a fucking hoax. It yeah, was like it's a hoax. Shoddily put together hoax in the history of like, like a climate change, right? Yikes. I don't know about you guys, but I need a drink. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. See. Brandon just worth it. Shannon Sharp, calm the fuck down, buddy. This is Skip. Brandon just about to pour me some henny. Brandon just opened skip. a uh, what's it called? A 1938 uh, VSOP. Oh yes. Bought this at a local liquor store. It's called Hennessy. Yeah, it's called. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, this it's actually called Hennessy. Ooh, accent on the E. Hennessy. It's a um, It's very <laughs> special. It's a cognate. And uh, cognac. <laughs> this is uh, this has been aged since 1965. Um, only the most expressive and distinctive EDV are selected, and then carefully matured and blended to create Hennessy. Oh my bad. Hennessy. Hennessy. Yeah. Very <laughs> Wait, special. That's the episode title. Just put Hennessy with an accent on the E. No, Savor no, is unique to... blend of warm, full body flavors, neat, on ice, or with a mixer. Can we can we do like can we do like the swiggling like thing? Like do it like Ronald Acuna's name? Oh, we'll put what? We'll put a swish on the end? Huh? Put the swish on the end? What's you mean a squiggly called? line like the Enya? <laughs> <laughs> like Enya like in Spanish? It's the, it's the, uh, the tilde, bro. Oh, yeah, it's the tilde. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking for. I was like, this guy. I forgot about that. You know who doesn't fuck the Spanish. I totally do. (laughs) Whoa, I'm Mm -hmm. not cutting that one out. (laughs) And then we're going to cheers. Clink. 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 With very expensive glasses, okay? Yeah. Ugh, Christ. Ugh. I hate Hennessy. Why was this? Why was (laughs) so uncomfortable by that? This is just a bit. Why do we have to just drink it? We didn't even have to drink it. We could have lied to you guys. We could have just filled it up with We could have just drank water. We could have just filled it up with like unsweetened iced tea and called it a day. Oh, God. I want to watch Listen here, Skip. Tea. We're not going to lie around here. And honestly, we're going to. Dry, Skip. <laughs> Stop. Dry, Skip. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on today's podcast, well, before we even talk about what we're going to talk about on today's podcast, my name is Brandon. I'm Carlos and I am Chris. All right, and this is Memby Podcasting, where we talk about uh, the, we talk about basketball, we talk about politics, and everything in between, whatever the hell we that's feel lot, like. That's it. a lot in between, actually, man. Yeah, it literally is a lot in between. <laughs> we go we go into news, we give our uh, opinions on certain subjects, and uh, we try to keep it as fair as possible. Except when we talk about Donald Trump, because we're just gonna be incredibly biased. And he uh, can go fuck himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Donald Trump, I don't want you in the pockets to defend your mm-hmm. honor, man. If you might be, I might throw like a knife at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, secret service might try to stop you. Like, mm-hmm. I think even then they're like, "Do I really want to take a bullet from this mm-hmm. guy?" And uh, I mean, aren't they like obligated to protect him at all costs? <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> so like, so like, so you like, guys saw them getting ready for the coup. Yeah, you saw it. Oh, I remember that's a throwback. You saw them getting ready for the coup when he was getting inaugurated. You guys all saw it. They were like, you were there. They thought about it. They and They're like, like, not no today. What are you talking about? No one was there. Everybody, no, was everybody was there. It was literally the, the biggest inauguration 100, crowd. A hundred, bi- hundred billion people were at the inauguration. The biggest turnout hit. It was live streamed. It was live streamed to Saturn. Yeah. Bro. Like the dealership. You know who saw it? The Warner <laughs> Like the dealership. Saw it. It w- you know who else saw it? Everybody on Sesame Street. True. That's at least five people. Mm-hmm. Big Bird you, saw it so many times. Big Bird, it counts as two. No, Big Big Bird concerned as fuck. I'm pretty sure Big. I'm gonna defend Big Bird's honor here because he can't be here, but mm-hmm. he he doesn't support Donald Trump. 
Yeah. Damn, I just keep thinking about conservative, man. I'm sorry. You know who yeah. does support Donald Trump? Grover. Fucking Grouch. <laughs> he's bad because he lives in garbage, bro. Exactly. He's the he's the, he's the he's the people that he's, live inside of trailer parks that thought voting for Donald Trump was going to be a good idea of bringing jobs back, and you know, they he just rather just fuck his sister or something. Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. So you're telling me the Grouch was. A dusty white person. It was a dusty white person, and he lived in Grouchville, a.k.a. Kentucky. Oh. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. You calling Kentucky a shithole? I'm calling Kentucky a shithole. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I, you know what? Kentucky Yo, is... Mitch from Kentucky, man. I'm sorry. Listen, Mitch McConnell's from Kentucky, so I kind of I kind of agree here. There you go. If you're from Kentucky... Mitch McConnell literally looks like a dried-up grape. No, actually more of like a turtle. He looks like a dried-up turtle. He looks I like a turtle that... He looks like a hermit crab oh, changing yeah. shells. Do you remember... Fairly odd parents, right? Yes. He your... literally looks like I know exactly who you're talking about. The head pixie. The head pixie. He's, he's yeah. like, hey, guys. Yeah, speaking, speaking about Trump, like cabinet members, I think Jeff Sessions was like, he wasn't, he, like, like he, oh, tried, yeah. he, he, tried, he tried being a judge in Alabama, but they couldn't appoint him. You want to know the, the reason behind it? Why? They said he was too racist. That was, I think, not, he was, they were trying to appoint him to uh, a district court seat. Yeah. And they, the Senate back in the eighties, like, no, this guy, this guy, this guy, it's mm-hmm. too racist. He's too. Do you know he fucks? With, he bangs with the KKK. We can't have this. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine me called too racist in Alabama? For real? No, I think that was Roy Moore that was too racist for Alabama. Also, he touched children. He also touched children, and yeah. like, and, and you know, he's banned from malls and everything. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah. Wonderful. Oh yeah, Jeff Sessions resigned too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But on today's episode, we're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about briefly about. The one of the goats' birthdays today, which that name will be given later on. Uh, we're gonna talk about how trash uh, a Mr. Carmelo Anthony is. My god, uh, we're gonna talk about how much of a god Jimmy Butler is getting traded to a different city and a different team, which we will talk about later on. And then we're gonna give ourselves a, a midterms wrap up and like a little bit of an update from last week. Yeah, just to start things off, we're going to talk about the GOAT. We're going to talk about the one and only. We're going to talk about Mr. Triple Double himself, Mr. Russell goddamn Westbrook. All right? Turned 30 years old today. Double himself. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 30 years old, and he's still... Still kicking it, y'all. Isn't he hurt right now? He is hurt. He's he's got hurt four games ago on a very very scary injury, but it looked worse than it actually is. He's questionable for Wednesday. Um, I don't. I forgot who we play. Um, but since his departure, uh, they well played, during his departure. Play the next on Wednesday. Hopefully he's ready for the next because I would like to see him play again. But are they, um, are they playing New York or no? Yes. Uh, no, they're at, the Thunder are at home. Thunder at home. Ooh, better. Even better. But yeah, so uh, the OKC, OKC, Oklahoma City Thunder are 7-5 and five right now. Uh, they literally started the season off 0-4. I was getting kind of worried there. I'm not going to lie. But then what did they do? I'm not going to lie. I thought they had us in the first half. You know, They really had us going in the first half. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> in the first half of the first quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. But then they turned it all around and they're like, hey, Let's fuck around and live in, and win seven games straight, like setting the, the NBA record at that point because nobody was on a seven-game winning streak at that point. But we were, and we did that shit, okay, because that's how we do. Can I, can I, and then, can I get a fact check here or something? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear what he said? What did he say? Yeah, we no other team was won seven games straight. Oh, this year? This yeah, year? No, this no, year. It hasn't been a seven-game winning streak yet. Okay, yeah. okay. I think the, the most was probably the Bucks, and they probably were like six. Uh, they lost. No, the Bucks won eight, won eight straight. Yeah, they won eight straight. Oh, you've been fact-checked, son. Ooh. You've been fact-checked. 
Don't you know, you know, facts don't matter. That's what I did. Right. Alternative fact. Yeah. Listen Alternative fact. You can fact check. Mm-hmm. Takes more Kelly on Conley. Okay, my bad. Then I guess they were like the best record at the time because I think the Bucks already lost. Yeah. Because like I think the Bucks are what eight and I don't want to say it. I don't eight say. and. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. They might have like nine wins, I think. Give me the Jeopardy music. Let's go. Yeah, the Bucks are 10-3. They're 10-3? Yeah. Raptors are 12-2. See, we got, we got, there's promising teams in the East. Raptors just lost. I think think they just lost to the Pels. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, like, Russ, Russ has been getting great. Uh, it sucks that he did get injured. He hasn't been able to play, but because he hasn't been able to play, he's pretty much been taking... Being, playing assistant coach to Billy Donovan because there have been multiple shots of him having a clipboard in his hand, telling the guys um, what plays to run, um, getting them hyped, and making sure that they're like ready for like the next couple of quarters. Um, and uh, like literally, even like during our game, oh my god, we blew out the Suns today. Woo. I mean, we got to do stuff like that. Yeah. You got to do bad, stuff. You, you got to be bad teams. You got to be bad teams, and you got you got to make the the good teams a competitive game. Uh, but yeah, like we were, we were killing it. We, we we did great today. Like like literally in the fourth quarter, fast break. There was three white shirts down the field, down down the court, and Paul George throws it off the backboard to Jeremy Grant for an alley oop. And like that's you ready? That was garbage time at that point. It was the fourth quarter. We beat him like I, we beat him by like twenty points. Beautiful stuff. Okay, beautiful. I don't I, I don't think he's capable of saying that we're beautiful. Beautiful. What, too many syllables for too, too many syllables for for DJT. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. His his mark is just very. Yeah. Like he doesn't very, really go past very. It's very good, very it's good. Very cute. Bigly. Very very nice China. looking. China. Very nice looking. Yeah. No, not gonna talk about him. And um, <laughs> what's that called? So, as you know, you know OKC. They were uh, OK three last year. When they added, uh, when it was Russell Westbrook, okay, that's what they were. They were okay three because they added Paul George over the summer, and they added a Mister Carmelo Anthony as well. And oh my God, did I ride that fucking hype train during the wonderful days of football? It's like you just rode well, Knicks fan, well, Knicks fan, Knicks fan rode for like seven years in like Mm -hmm. one year. So you did like the uh, you had the Carmelo Anthony experience like. On a speedrunner mode. Mm-hmm. It was like the Spark Notes version yeah. of it. It's like yeah. the first couple months, like, oh, yo, Melo, he's out here, he's cooking. You know, that jab the step. jab step, the, the jab step, the long two, the, the, long the two. post fade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The catch and shoot three. Raw, and then the other is, yo, get this nigga off the my three fucking the head, team, the man. Three the head. It was Christ. garbage. It was, it was ridiculously, it hurt to watch him, like, play, and it, 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 it was... He was invisible during the finals. We like it, it, He didn't put any type of, like... Any type of notable stat during not the finals during right. during the during the during the conference uh, against Jazz, it, it was he was it's like he wasn't even there. I think the most points he put up during during the conference uh, against uh, Utah during that six game series uh, was, I want to say like the most points he put up was maybe like eight points. I think I I mean, you may you can try to fact check me, but like I know for a fact he barely he barely showed up to that, and it was so well, sad. I think, I think that's for, uh, the series against Utah. Yeah, no, that's true. On defense, what Utah did, well, the reason why they won is because they kept attacking Carmelo in the pick and roll mm-hmm. because you know he can't defend shit mm-hmm. because you know against a smaller it's, defender, it's, ass. Bigger, def- a bigger offensive player, ass. It also it also and it, the it, fucked up part was it also didn't help. It, it also didn't help that OKC was running metal at the fours, yeah. and and, and that, auto, that automatically like matches up against like Derek Favors and shit, and Favors mm-hmm. is going to eat him up the post regardless. Mm-hmm. And the fucked up part was, 
that Melo was demanding to get back in the game. I think it was game six when OKC made the wild comeback. Uh-huh. And, you know, he demanded to get back in the game. And Billy Donovan, you know, bent over for him, and that's why OKC lost that series. They like, put, if they had gotten to game seven, it could have been a different story. You hear that, P? They think about I'm gonna come off the bench. Fuck off, Melo. All right, you literally ru- you literally ruined OKC's chances of advancing any t- any type of way last oh, no, year. That was a good Utah. That was a good Utah, Utah team, though. It was a good Utah team, but we were a good OKC team. And then like we like come on. <laughs> I mean, granted, we didn't have we didn't have Roberson because we lost him pretty we lost him already. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Still he's still not. He's I, I don't even know when he's gonna come back. He's, he's probably not gonna be available until January. And um, because I got, I think he's getting reevaluated in maybe two weeks, and then I mean maybe we can get him by we can get him by Christmas. If we get him by Christmas, that's a goddamn it's a Christmas miracle. I'm I'm gonna be very happy. All I need is one Robertson and two partridges and a pear tree, and I'll be I'll be fucking happy. Okay. Did you really say just say two Robertsons and a pear tree? No, I said so one Robertson and two, two partridges and a pear tree. Oh. Okay. But anyway, fellow teammate Paul George, when he was talking about uh, Melo's role on his new team, uh, the Houston Rockets, Rockets, former number one seed, former number one seed and contender, number it was the I guess the number one contender to go against uh, the Warriors in the finals, Western Conference Finals. Uh, Well, yeah, the Western Conference Finals. where 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 are the Rockets? Uh, Chris? Uh, they're in the dumpster. In the dumpster. They're in the dumpster. In the oh. shithole. Oh, Chris, they're in the dish, they're in the shithole. Yeah, they're in the shithole. Um, would you guys like to figure out why they're in the dumpster? I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, part of part of it is that there's many reasons. You know, I think Chris mm-hmm. Paul's finally feeling his age. Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon got hurt or whatever. He's playing stream like dog shit. I think I think all three of their big ice scores have missed time. Paul, Chris Paul, James Harden, and Gordon have missed time. I think, I think the important po- thing is that Chris Paul hasn't played to his standard lately because you know he's got he's dealing with that right elbow injury, but he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Gordon's been playing like total ass compared mm-hmm. to last year, and I think you know losing some uh, losing some depth, losing uh, Luke and Mute, losing Trevor Ariza. Maybe mm-hmm. these guys aren't playing as well this year, but these are guys who knew the system, who were comfortable. They lost. They and lost shooters. Always, they lost three and D players, mm-hmm. and like yeah, it's important. Also a big problem there. The guy with the headband with the two arm sleeves and the three to the head. That, mm-hmm. What's what's his name? Um, um, he, he's number seven, right? Um, yeah, 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 on the Rockets, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's his name? Yeah, no, number seven. I, th- I think. Oh, I, think oh, I think he played for the Knicks like at one point, man. I think he won a scoring title, man. He, he was good. He was good. He wore like he had uh, the 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 braids, the, the braids, right? And on when the he, Nuggets, on the, the Nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. There's yes. also, there also that whole thing with the hoodie last summer. Oh yeah, and the hoodie. He's right? the guy with the hoodie and the stupid. Carmelo hats. Anthony. That's what his name was. I, mean, I don't think that Melo. I mean, not, but, to, not to defend it, I don't think Mel was like the biggest problem there. Is obviously a result of you know multiple things yeah, yeah. Like going wrong. And that's and that's what Paul George said um, in an interview last week when somebody asked him, uh, "What do you guys think about? Do you think that Melo is the problem in the Rockets?" And he said, uh, "Like you know, when he was talking about it, he just says you're well." He pretty much said, no, you can't you can't blame the hardships of the Rockets on on Melo, which is true. But what what doesn't help is having an already bad team being assisted by an all by an already bad player. It's like you're making it's like you're trying to seal up the wound with a knife. That's pretty much what you're doing at this point, because Melo isn't doing anything to add to the team, especially when you see like how his stats have dropped from last season to this season. And, like, his three-point shooting has been down. He went from averaging 2.2 a game to 2.1. Um, his free throws are down. It went from 1.9 to 1.5 from yeah. last season. Um, last season, he was, well, 
last season he was averaging 16 points a game. Now he's averaging 13. Um, he he doesn't like he didn't he didn't play the last two games due to illness. But considering about all the reports that he might be getting traded, it's kind of questionable whether the fact that he was actually sick. He's getting cut. Like he's getting cut. You think he's gonna be a free agent? No, he's he's gonna get released from his contract. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of like a lot of teams have been like mentioning that. Like like I I think I think a lot of like people in the Rockets, players and coaches alike, all think that all think that Mister that Mister Mello is not going to be play has played his last game in a Rockets uniform. Mm -hmm. And like that, everybody feels that because especially today, what's today Monday? Mm -hmm. Um, Today uh, there were multiple news outlets saying that uh, Carmelo and his team were. meeting up with at the head offices to discuss new locations for Melo to stay. And before we continue, you are so unprofessional True. by not having your shit on it, It's on silent. It's on ne- vibrate. Yeah, then you didn't take it on vibrate or put it on. Do not disturb. What are you doing? Hmm? You unprofessional bastard, Chris. I'm sorry, okay? Unprofessional Try, bastard. Jennifer. Oh my god, I'm getting you a know, phone call. You know what we're gonna we're gonna do you like you do like you do in high school. It's like so who was uh mm-hmm. who was calling you? Hmm? We'll worry about that in a minute or two. I'll be excusing mm. myself. Guy no. chairs. It was his no. girl. Oh, oh god. boo. Who does uh, he think he is? Anyway, we'll continue the conversation. Right, let's keep um, so yeah, um, Melo uh, doesn't play the last two games due to illness. Um, you know, it's questionable to the legitimacy whether or not he was actually sick, considering that they, that multiple people on the Rockets and multiple people on the execs think that they he already played his last game as a Rocket. Mm-hmm. And um, Thursday, they and we can talk about the last couple of games that they played. Thursday was the last game that he played, which was against uh, the OKC, mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. He got a nice ovation in OKC, right? He got a, he got a nice ovation in OKC. I don't know why, because Mans is fucking trash. True. Wow. He was a literal cancer on that team last season. I don't even know why he'd be clapping to have that fucking tumor back. Um, well, he was nice. He brought those hats while no. I was here. No. She was like the prettiest girl we've ever seen in Oklahoma. No. <laughs> anyway, so how so Mello goes to Oklahoma City and he plays twenty minutes. Chris is back, by the way. Yeah. What, yeah. Happened? <laughs> what happened? We'll we'll get we'll get we're gonna, we're gonna we'll diverge into what happened later. Uh, so Mello plays twenty minutes. <laughs> Mello plays twenty minutes uh, in Oklahoma, and how many points does he score? How many? Two. Fucking two. Just made one bucket. No, two free throws. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it. He was over he was over ten, right? He missed everything. He was over eleven? Yes. He didn't yeah. he didn't make anything. He scored two points, zero assists. Zero assists. I think I think right, I think Carmelo was on like, like, like a negative oh twenty point. plus minus. Oh my god! That means that means if he was on the court the entire time, the Rockets would have scored a lot less points. Yeah. Like, right, listen, 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 I'm gonna defend Carmelo Anthony a little bit here. Not because not for his play on the ba- on the uh, on the basketball court, but for his dedication to getting these checks. Because Jeez. that two million dollars from the from the Rockets is still gonna come through if he gets released, mm-hmm. and if he gets picked up by another team, which mm-hmm. it sounds like he will, because you know you heard the quote from Kyrie from Kyrie Irving that they need a fourteen, maybe a fifteen year vet to come in and show us the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Carmelo fits, fits that, uh, that length, so he'll get another $2 million mm-hmm. from the Celtics if possible. That's the thing gross. that might happen. Oh, girl, he's going to demand a start, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a, he's a joke if he thinks that. And, like, that, that's pretty much it. Like, like literally, Melo wanting to start was dumb in OKC. Yeah. It was dumb he's in Houston. It, yeah. And it's going to be dumb too, wherever he lands. But they're still yeah. playing him like 20, they still play in the 20, 29 minutes for those 10 games. It just goes to show how far name recognition gets you. Literally. Yeah. Literally, like they're like, oh, Melo. And, like, it is insane that he thinks that it's amazing that he thinks that he has pull and it's amazing that the coaching staff and and like the higher ups in these offices are allowing it just because of um his past like achievements but yeah. like it, it's like yeah like you're great but like if you want to see like you're not you're not you're not aging like wine at this point uh, you're just like aging like see. cheese. You're, you're just you're aging like milk. You're yeah. aging like milk. You're yeah. gonna be dead in a month. <laughs> like, you're, gonna, you're gonna be chunky in a month. Like you're gonna be you're gonna be gross. You're gonna be putting like cereal and it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a very song. bad. No, no. What? Somebody's gonna wake up one day and they're gonna be like, "This is disgusting." All right. So back to back to the point about Carmelo, you know, just cashing them checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty five million after being released from Atlanta. Remember when he traded to Atlanta for like five seconds? Yeah, five seconds. Atlanta's paying twenty five okay. million. Yeah, so he got two mil, two mil from from. We got Dennis Schroeder in that deal. It's true. Yeah, and oh my god, what a trade off he was. He's oh, been, he's, he's been, been good. He's been like a legit, you know, six man out for mm-hmm. you guys. Totally, um, totally. So he, he's, he's getting two mil from the Rockets, which he'll continue to get even after he gets released. Mm-hmm. And whoever signs him again, which he probably will, he'll get uh, another two million dollars. You know, veteran minimum. Yep. Very, very uh, rich in the NBA, and that'll put his earnings this year to twenty nine million dollars. That puts him. You know how much KD is making this year in OK, in uh, Golden State. Mm, I want to say like I want to say he's probably getting paid like sixteen, twenty-two, thirty, thirty. Yeah, he's it's getting paid one million dollars less than a fucking championship ring holder. What two a time. two-time two-time championship time. ring holder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, wait. Who? No. So he's literally getting paid the same amount of money as fucking Kevin Durant. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony's getting paid the same amount of money as Kevin yeah, Durant. More, yeah, I think I think that's the tail end of the max contract for the Knicks that they mm-hmm. get. That's true. The the Phil Jackson session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said master. Listen, so <laughs> we can appreciate Carmelo for getting for continuing to get those those checks, but it's probably his time as being as an effective basketball player. It's pretty much over. It's pretty much over. It's just sad. It's and it's, he's not even gonna get the he's not even gonna get a um not a, oh not a going away tour like the send off tour yeah. that pretty much Dwayne Wade is on right now because he pretty much said that Wait, he's, you he's know done. The, you I, know the I difference? Think, I don't think he's on, I, I don't think they're giving him full send off tour though. Do you I, know what, I don't know why Wade is getting like all all the respect all the well wishes. For like his send off because this is his last year in the NBA because he adjusted he knew when his knees were starting to give out he made the adjustment like okay I'll go on the bench I'll play fewer minutes I'll rest mm-hmm. Mel hasn't like still hasn't realized like oh I need to do less now because my body my skills have deteriorated mm-hmm. and that's why he's out here embarrassing himself mm-hmm. he's not the same player he was before he's not gonna he's not gonna connect on the jab step on the jab step pull up like he did back in when he was like twenty five mm-hmm. not even like like. Like, not even him, like, his skills is here, and his skills doesn't fit in the bottom of the NBA anymore. It doesn't. I mean, for like, catch and shoot, ca- the catch-and-shoot threes, yeah, that still fits. Yeah, yeah, No, but, like, no, but he's, like, isn't, like, like isn't he, like, average at best with the catch-and-shoot catch three? Like, I think he's at 36%, which is pretty good. That's okay. That's I mean, okay. It's decent these In days. this league, but, like, his skill has always been the contested long two, and, the, and like, according to all the analytics gods, the contested long two is the worst shot you think in basketball. It's true. And it is. Yeah. And it is. It, it's really bad, and like I don't, I don't even know what team is dumb enough to sign him if the if Houston does he, end up letting him go. Boys, where we landed, boys? 
Like, GG to whoever fucking picks him up. And, it, like, if we're playing Fortnite and we're trying to figure out where this motherfucker's landing... He's not even tilted. He's, he's not even gonna land... Tilted's for the fucking veterans that are actually good at the damn game. He's gonna land at, like, Flush Factory because he's fucking scared. Alright? He's gonna <laughs> land... I, I mean, if, if he he's goes gonna, to the Celtics, bro, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed if he goes to the Celtics. He's poisoning every team that he's going into. He's like a Grim Reaper I turning mean, the these teams are, out. Like, like they're kind of showing us, like, oh, maybe last year was kind of like they everyone overperformed. Mm-hmm. But, but we we'll talk about that. But like, <clears throat> you know, like, it's it's literally they're gonna be in the same situation. It's right. gonna be like the Rockets are gonna improve, obviously, when he leaves, mm-hmm. and I then. I, I think they're going to improve I mean, slightly. You're going to see the improvement there because he's gone. The Rockets are just like so down on depth. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, like, keeping they're, him, they're out of keeping him or losing him is just like, what's, like, what's the difference? Of, I know, but he's not the, he's, I'm not saying he's the problem. Yeah. I'm just saying, he. like I said, he's like, not he, helping. He, he, he's part of the problem. He's definitely, he's he's part definitely, of the, he's definitely the scapegoat. Yeah, yeah. He, it's just like, you know, you're at negative two. Like, okay, we'll, we'll just pretend Houston's at negative five. Yeah. By getting rid of um, Melo, mm-hmm. they're at negative three. I was going to say negative three. Slight improvement. Yeah. It's like a slight improvement, but you're not at zero and you're not at a plus right now. Yeah. Like you need to get to that plus, and obviously Melo is just not contributing to that. Yeah. So by getting rid of them, like you're you're doing well, but like he's gonna become like the Grim Reaper when he comes to the next team, and like I, he's no. gonna he's gonna be taking any oh, team that God. he goes with. Speaking of the Grim Reaper, okay, so let's talk. Let's just divert real quick. So uh, first off, thoughts and prayers to Karis LeVert, who destroyed his ankle tonight against the Timberwolves. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Um, oh okay, my let's god. talk. Let, let's just like talk about some freaky shit here. So remember, the most gruesome leg injuries of like this decade have been Paul George, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward, mm-hmm. and now Karis LeVert. Yep. Do you want to know who's on court for all three of them? Who? Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Shout out to the man. Yeah. Really? Shout yeah. out to Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was there in Cleveland last year. He was there tonight in Minnesota. And, and he, was he was at the team USA. It was on a USA yeah. team scrimmage, I think. Yeah, it was this when, when, when Paul George like got that contract fracture. Mm-hmm. That happened on a scrimmage? Yeah, scrimmage yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was like a USA versus USA it match. Was team USA Paul 20, George was like twenty fourteen? I think it was the fourteen FIBA. It was FIBA, FIBA, yeah. Yeah, so international competition. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what happens in that one, what happened with, with uh, Paul George's leg injury is that the stanchion, you know, the thing that holds up the uh the you know, the hoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stanchions like, cl- it's closer in FIBA mm-hmm. and because you know players are so used to like oh you know you just like you have a little bit of room in front of it mm-hmm. Paul George ran into it and like it just you know destroyed his whole leg that way mm-hmm. compound, compound fractures when the bone is, is when the bone pierces out of the skin yeah. okay yeah, so yeah, that took, uh, just because like the stanchion, the regulations are a little different. Mm-hmm. That took so, that, that took P out for a year. Yeah, and Derrick Rose was there for all three injuries. That's scary. Shout That's, out, shout out to Derrick Rose though. And guess what he had? He had a leg injury. Many leg injuries. Multiple. Mm-hmm. Multiple. I think he blew out his ACL on both knees. Yeah. One, one twice. Yeah. Same knee twice. Then a torn meniscus. So yeah. You're telling me Derrick Rose is the Grim Reaper. Do you remember the movie It Follows? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Derrick wow. Rose did falls on leg injuries, wow, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Well, please put respect on Derrick Rose's name, though. I love Derrick He dropped Derrick 50 Rose. points. He's, I know. He's back. He's, I love Derrick he's Rose, back. too. He's back. No, you didn't. I know. I, okay, okay. okay. You can look all right, right, all right. You can look at the story. He's not respect Derrick Rose. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're 100 right. I know I'm right. I will 100% agree to that. Because the Kings beat the Spurs. I don't even know how the fuck they did that. Kings are good, bro. Kings beat the they're Spurs. They're running, running, running. They've taken this whole page. Kings are this good, whole, man. Garrett Fox, man. Garrett Fox is legit. Garrett Fox is a legit point guard. Yeah. Okay. And give, look at that. I'm just a little bitch report notification right there. Not a phone call. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway, but um, we're not going into those details. Really. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, oh yeah, I guess I, I I don't know if I said it last week, but yes, I did talk the most amount of shit about Derrick Rose. I said Glass Knees wasn't gonna do shit this you, season. You accused Derrick Rose of being washed. Yes, I hundred percent said that. I called him washed. I called him all the bad things. I said that I remember. I remember that. Uh, hold on. Yeah, that's Mo. Oh God! Why did um, you do that? And um, why wasn't I there sooner? And uh, <laughs> yeah. So Derek Rose, I I do eat my words when I say that. I talked all shit. I talked shit about you last season. I said you were washed, but you did a very good thing two weeks ago. And to be fair, Derek Rose was washed, very washed. Fifty-one points, career high. He's getting. He's getting. He's get fifty. Fifty. He, he has his bounce back, man. I think he has his bounce back. But like, he's not gonna be the one that fast break. But he has the guile and all the skills that he's developed. All like he, that he's developed while he's lost that, while he's lost his bounce. And he's back with the coach that you know that you know that he was really like good with. He's back with Tibbs. Mm-hmm. And um, you know he just pulls up. He just pull. He just pulls up to the court every day, and he's like, I guess I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. Dude, the, la- the last time Derek Rose was great, Otis was a great song. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Washington. Shout, shout out to Derrick Rose. Uh-huh. Man, that nigga nice. That's true. And you know who else is nice? Nice little transition. Mr. Jimmy Butler himself. Ooh, yeah. Speaking, oh. speaking about that, Derrick Rose has man. his own team now. Can mm-hmm. we talk Can we talk about where we were when this trade, when this trade broke? Okay. Yeah. Jimmy Butler gets traded, for what, Friday? Saturday. Saturday. Where was I? We, remember where we were? We were, at, we, were at, uh, we were on break at work. Oh, we were on break at work. It happened at noon, right? It happened at yeah, it happened noon, around. Right? It happened yeah. around like like cause we were working seven to four. Yeah. So it probably happened around like t- like twelve thirty. Yeah. Little contacts, Car- little contacts. Carlos and Brandon are coworkers. We're not gonna name where they work at. Yeah, we work. We work at the mall. Yeah. There we go. But well, well, you, you can put two don't, and two together. Yeah, you you put two and two together, but don't come in asking for a discount. Anyway, you ain't getting it. You're not unless getting you want to come into pockets to defend your honor. Then yeah. they might give you the discount. Maybe if you defend your honor enough, maybe I'll give you a discount. But maybe. I I didn't say that. If my manager is listening, I didn't say that. I don't give discounts to anybody. True. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back Jimmy Butler, uh, gets traded around noon on Saturday. True. To what team? What team did he get traded? The motherfucking Philadelphia 76ers were in the finals conversation. What are we trusted East. again? What are we trusted again, folks? Listen, man, the process is over. The process has been trusted. We and have we're moving trusted on it. to contention. Mm-hmm. We have trusted it. We're going, they built through the draft. They've collected the draft picks. Ben Simmons with no jumper. Marco Fultz with a broken jumper. And Joel Embiid no. with a happy-go-lucky attitude. And now they're going to be wonderful. But, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, love, my God. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love so... That. In uh in part of this in part of this deal, well, I don't know what you said. I guess okay. So we'll talk about the we'll talk about the reason why he got traded. It's because what was the reason? Because Thibs and everybody else in the Sixers organization has had enough of. You mean the Wolves? The the the, the Sixers, yes, and the, the Wolves. Yeah. I don't. I don't the Wolves had I, enough I, I speak Spanish. Um, <laughs> so the Wolves, Thibs, and the Wolves, uh. Coming off a five-game losing streak. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they. I think they I lost think, their fifth think, game think, on Friday. Yeah, I think the Wolves. Went, I think the Wolves went on like a winless road trip, and then that's when Tabs put his foot yeah. down. It was the like, loss yeah. in Sacramento where they kind of just fell apart at the very end. Mm-hmm. We all we, we watched. Oh that. my god! When they literally just didn't. Like, literally, that's when literally, I, I texted you. I was like, away, they yeah. they literally needed stickum. Like yeah. like the, their their hands were just so buttery that they could not catch the ball on like the in like the last maybe like eight minutes of the game. 
all of these plays that they messed up were important, and they I think they scored after those turnovers, and it it was so it was ridiculous to watch. I was watching that at home, and it was oh god, that 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 was I was ridiculous, and um, you know uh, it was you know the Wolves they lose five straight. Thibs has enough. Um, they literally felt like the team couldn't function with Jimmy Butler it being was, on the it team. It was true. Carl Anthony Towns was averaging 17 points a game when Jimmy was in the lineup, and mm-hmm. 27 when he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. So. And um, literally, like they 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 got their wish by sending uh, him to the Sixers because for two reasons: one, they got him off the team, mm-hmm. and two, they go they get their other goal of getting him of making sure that they didn't trade him to a person to a team in the West. True. They wanted to turn him into the team in the East, which is the re- reason why if – like, the first original deal was sending him to Miami. Yeah. That was going to happen. A lot of – I think I think, I think think a lot of – like, like Minnesota was like – like, Minnesota placed deals with everyone. Like, Minnesota had – like, they had a they had an offer to Washington, too. Mm-hmm. They wanted I mean, Beal. Well, for Otto Porter, right? No, no, for Beal. For Beal. They, well, they didn't, didn't budge. Yeah, 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 they didn't budge. Washington mm-hmm. didn't budge? Or Washington, 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 Washington didn't budge. budge. Washington no. didn't budge. Can, like, because, because can you imagine a locker room with Sean Wall, Jimmy Butler, and Dwight? That locker room was already, you know, it's Jimmy Butler who terrorizes guys at practice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone would have gotten stabbed out of that one. Yeah, yeah, somebody would have got stabbed, yeah. <clears throat> but I think... was Zubre. Probably. Whoever was the left, like, no, it was definitely Austin Rivers who would have gotten stabbed. Mm-hmm. He would have gone. Yeah, he would have. But like, yeah, that's. Um, but yeah, no, I think they also had offers down with Miami. Who else did they have? I think I think they had an offer down with uh, with Houston. The four, the four first round. Oh, they had a uh, four yeah, Houston, and uh, Nene. Houston and uh, Nene. And I think Milwaukee too. They wanted Milton. Yeah. Yeah, Tibbs oh, wanted really? Milton. Yeah. No, but like, no, but, but Tibbs is no, but Tibbs is insane. Like Tibbs called Philly originally. He was like, "Can you can you mm-hmm. give me Ben Simmons?" But. Uh, the deal that they did end up going with is uh, in exchange for um, the Wolves were gonna send the Wolves sent over Jimmy Butler and Justin Patton to mm-hmm. the seventy Sixers, and the seventy Sixers sent over Robert Covington. Yeah, they sent over Dario Saric. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sent over Jared Bayless mm-hmm. and a two thousand two second round pick. The twenty uh, second round pick. Oof, that's the twenty. What did I say? Two thousand two. Yeah. Lol. Twenty 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 two second round pick. That's that's. That's kind of like that's kind of a hefty deal, actually. You I, send you send you send two shoot. You said two starters who actually shoot on yeah. a team that has like little shooting from a team yeah. that don't, of no shooters. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think from the Sixers' perspective, this deal is kind of like a deal you have to make in order to get talent. You have to give talent, and you know, so giving up Dario that hurts because mm-hmm. he was like he was very good last year. Giving up Covington, you know, was a great story. Came out, uh, you know, undrafted free agent. And he came out. He just signed his signed this big deal after last year after becoming like a like the legit three and D wing that everybody covets. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it was a real it was really tough to see those two go just considering you know they were like the last two they were like the last two players remaining from the process. Mm-hmm. You know, the last two guys who weren't at the star level, but they were very good contributors. Because mm-hmm. um, did you know when uh, when when Brett Brown had to tell Darius Arch about the you know, the trade? It's like they hugged. Brett Brown cried because mm-hmm. you know they've been because they've all been through the same t- the same thing for they the last the five process. years. They've all been through the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think this is a deal that the Sixers had to make if they want to get if they wanted to jump into uh, you know the level of the you know, the Raptors, the Bucks, the Warriors. Yep. If they wanted to jump to that final, you have to give you have to give a little. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know it's kind of looking looking at free agency in the summer. It's like you know not many players are going to come out next year. Maybe it's Kawhi Leonard. Maybe it's Clay. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's Clay. Clay. I was gonna bring up Clay. Maybe yeah. it's Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So if you had a chance to go go get a guy who you know is a top ten player, excellent defender, excellent you know on offense, excellent you know, in the mid range. Yeah. Oh my god, he plays the paint like beautifully. Yeah. Like like 
a guy. They also, they also, they also like, like another thing Jimmy Butler does is he's also like, he's also a closer. Yeah, he's, he's legit, a legit closer. closer. One of the best players. Most players. Most players, 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 players in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. That's what I saw. I, remember, I was literally about to mention that like, I saw a stat that he's like number one of like, like the most points. I like, think he averages like fourteen points. It's like Butler. He might not exactly fit in terms of like, oh, can he like hit the spot of three, like you know, like uh, so he might not be able to hit the spot of three like. At a, like an elite level, like at forty percent, like Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. but he brings you know just so much more to the table in terms of being of being you know the lockdown the lockdown defender, closeout player on offense. Yeah, it's like so. This is something that we had to do in order to evolve into the next level, especially yes. considering free agent free agency might not be as uh, fertile as we think. Yeah, you know, as it time. was this season. Yeah. When when it, when the Lakers just scooped up everybody and they were just like we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Also scooped up the um, mm-hmm. this LeBron guy. They mm-hmm. scooped yeah. up LeBron. Guy. Yeah, I heard he was pretty yeah. good. It's, it's gonna be very interesting next couple of months. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be it's, it's it's gonna be interesting to see if Jimmy stays. Yeah, no, oh, he's gonna stay. He's in sure. a, oh he's 100% gonna say it's just like it's just weird. It's just think so. Like, like, well, yeah. 100% he's gonna stay. Because nobody else is gonna offer the, the deal. Is they, he's the only team that's yeah. gonna be. He's like the the seventy sixes are the only team that are gonna be able to afford his four year one hundred fifty dollar five uh, five years one hundred ninety max one hundred yeah they because they're gonna sign up to the max yeah, yeah that's what gonna, they gotta do because if yeah. not then he has to then he's gonna have to lose money and he's not gonna lose yeah no, but this, this is, is the whole reason why he wanted thing. to leave this is why it's gonna this is why it's gonna work because uh, what's it called Derek Bodner he's a reporter for the Athletic a very good site it's you know it's one of those sites where you have to pay a subscription to get into it but it's really good mm-hmm. yeah, definitely take a look into it um, he said. His sources reported that, look, Jimmy Butler, he's on his last chance because if he fucks up the situation in Philadelphia, it's going to be three teams in a row that he shit up the whole culture. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, so he's not going to be able to get all the money he wants in free agency. So he's going to be on his best behavior. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to, he's not going to, you know, bully Ben Simmons into taking threes, Mm -hmm. even though he probably should. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not, he's not going to, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to try, you know, walk in there and, you know, try to pull the big dog card on Joel Embiid because that's Mm -hmm. definitely Embiid's team. Mm -hmm. He leads the league in scoring. Mm Uh, nine thirty-point games in in like the first. I'm sorry, can we do, I think he dropped another. I think he dropped that was tonight, forty. Thirty-eight, I think. Yeah, yeah. So most free throws in the league after two. Yeah, he had nineteen. He had uh, nineteen tonight. Nineteen makes. Nineteen. On, like on the line. Yeah. Whoa! What? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! Who are they playing? Who do we play? With Miami. Mm-hmm. Danny beat Whitehead again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They posted, a, B, they posted a Miami Vice picture on uh, Instagram. Joel Embiid owns real estate in every big man's head. Mm-hmm. This is his team. Jerry Butler's not going to come in and be like, yo, specifically, yo, I'm the leader now. I'm it's not going to work. <laughs> Joel Embiid's not Carl Anthony Towns. Butler's not going to come in to the Sixers and be like, look at me. I am the captain now. It's weird. It's weird, <laughs> it's, it's weird because you see like a clash of personalities. Like Embiid's like a super happy-go-lucky guy on the court. But no, he's he's like he's but but Jimmy's like intense all the time. Yeah. No, but Embiid, he's might we might be you know like like a joker. He might he's kind of a clown. But when you see him play intense, dominating, mm-hmm. he's like Shaq in his prime. That's a hot take right there. Is it really though? That's a hot take right there. The way he's an efficient shooter. The way he's yeah, playing with Shaq was was an efficient shooter on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq couldn't shoot free throws. Shaq can. Free. Yeah, that's true. Thanks to white people. Mm-hmm. Throwing bricks at the free throws. What did he Google again? White people shooting. White people shooting, and that's how you become one of the greatest players in the 76ers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think... Mm-hmm. He is a legend. He is a legend. I He's think... a legend in the making, and that's why I want a city jersey. Wait, didn't you say you wanted to buy a city jersey live on the podcast? I, I, I'm, actually, it. I'm actually Do considering it, it man. Do it. I'm actually considering it, Who are you going to get? Huh? Who are you going to get? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I'm deciding it right now. I'm deciding it right now, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What are you gonna get? Hmm? You know what sucks? I like looked at the Butler jerseys for the Minnesota went on sale, but they yeah. didn't. They didn't. Uh, no. Uh, uh. I want one. You literally. Gonna send, we're gonna send all of those jerseys uh, to Africa. Like literally, like bro, like 
if you're from Africa, bro, send me one. I yeah, want it. <laughs> like just send me one and like send me like the the two uh Super Bowl uh t-shirts that that say that the Patriots beat the Giants. <laughs> Oh, what about the Patriots being the Eagles? I I need that. Yeah, I need the I need those I need those three T-shirts too. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, I'm uncomfortable now. I need uh I need the Cleveland Finals uh the Cleveland 2017-2018 Finals. I need those. I need those. Wait, hang on, hang on. I, I need those Seahawks Super Bowl championship shirts. They made like four, like Cleveland four in a row. They made Cleveland four in a row. Because you know because they, they went to the finals four years in a row. Do you think somehow they like somehow some way they made like oh you know like, oh Cleveland won four straight titles so they just gave those shirts away. Yeah, they're in Africa. Yeah, that's what I think. Do you think those exist? A hundred percent. I want them. Wait, for but what? Yeah. For what? Like those, like they're like in a landfill in like India. All right. So just to bring it back, so wow. we're gonna be talking about winners mm-hmm. and losers. Obviously, a winner, Philadelphia. Yeah. Another know. winner, the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. They that trade Minnesota, was looking fucking beautiful for them now because Zach Levine is Minnesota, out there. Sh- Minnesota traded Laurie Markkinen and Zach Levine. Zach Levine and Chris Dunn. For like fifty games, Jimmy Butler and a, and a, and, a, and a locker room crisis. Yeah, just fifty games, a sixty win improvement, an eight seed, and we I mean, lost to the Rockets. I wouldn't say that the Wolves are a loser here, but considering the amount of talent they gave up for just, I'm gonna fact check you on the uh, number of games Jimmy played for the for the Wolves. Sixty plus, maybe sixty nine. Nice. Sixty nine games, yeah. Nice. So for sixty nine games, you gave up Laurie Markkinen, who hasn't played this year because of his back. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, he's looking like, you know, a legit, you know, stretch four, mm-hmm. which is very, you know, in vogue right now. Zach Levine. Wait, 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 wait. What did Markin hurt again? His back. His back. His back. His back, his back broken. is broken. Okay. Final. So, sorry. Um, so to give up, you know, Zach Levine, who's looking like, okay, maybe he might be an all-star in a, like a really weak East mm-hmm. in terms of like star power. Um, and you give up Chris Dunn. You know, a nice, a nice guard. Giving up that much talent for only 69 games of a guy and didn't win a title. Mm-hmm. That's looking pretty bad for Minnesota, so you better better hope that Andrew Wiggins is going to play better. Mm-hmm. Better hope Carl Anthony Towns is going is to play to his level. Mm-hmm. Derrick Rose steps Derek, up. Derrick Rose steps up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a rough. It's going to be a rough year in Minnesota this year. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, but like they also got Robert Covington and they got yeah. Darius Sark. and like these guys, like last year, uh, Sark was. Oh my bad, Covington was thirty eight percent from three. Yeah, he's legit. He was legit, Probably and Sark was forty. Sark, yeah, Sark was forty two percent from three, and these yeah. guys were their shooters behind the arc. Yeah. Because um, when it came to Butler, Butler isn't Butler is not going to be shooting threes. Simmons is not going to be shooting threes, and if you got him, if you're relying on Embiid to he shoot your threes, yeah. I mean Embiid's good. He's decent from three point land for his size, but shooter, still thirty one percent. But like you don't want to, re- you don't, you know, you don't want to rely on a person like that. That's like relying on Draymond. You want to rely. On Draymond to shoot your threes? No, it's just really nice to have a big guy. It's nice to have a big guy shoot your threes, but you don't want him to, to be, be main the option. main guy yeah. shooting your threes. It's like this is where you would think like, oh, if Markel Fultz had a nice rookie year and he was mm-hmm. building on it. This is where you don't worry, like you don't worry too much about the fit. Ooh, ooh, considering ooh, Fultz, he didn't have he didn't have a good rookie year. Considering Fultz has a Swiss, has a Swiss cheese brain and mm-hmm. possibly a destroyed shoulder mm-hmm. like that he didn't let recover properly. Um, like Fultz. Fultz, um, I, I don't know if you guys read the report. Um, him and his trainer are no longer together. Oh, do you want to see Fultz shoot a free throw tonight? Yes. I don't oh want my god, to did know. you see it? He pump faked both of them. Yeah, I saw them. I, I don't want to watch them. They're not, oh my god, it's not dude! Not fun to watch. It's like how it's like how is this like you know? How did this guy even get on an interview? How did he lose his How does he lose his confidence that much in just two years? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Like, I, okay, so like at this point, do you? 
continue to start Fultz. No. Fultz is going is going to be on the bench for uh, the remainder of the season. Are you going to yeah. look at trading Fultz? How about that? You have to at this point because if you think about it, we start trading for Butler has started the clock for Philadelphia to win a final, to go to the finals and possibly win a final. It's definitely win now. It's a win now move. Yeah, it's a win now move. So you can't really be sitting here coddling Fultz until he figures out you know his confidence. When you have Jimmy Butler who's going to get paid the max next summer, Ben Simmons who's going to get max uh, next year. Um, you know, you're going to run out. You're, this is our last year to use cap space uh-huh. to sign up to sign another free agent to sign uh, someone else who might be once good. That, once that extension kicks in for, for for Benny, oh boy, it's like you know, Oof. this is the last year. So you either have to hope Fultz improves, or you can tra- you trade him for someone who can do you can shoot threes, who can be a, du- a good defender. Maybe, because maybe that's pretty much all that's missing for this value. team right now. Why maybe maybe you trade for somebody. I mean, I don't expect them to even try to. Do you think they try to get Clay Thompson? And free agency, you sure. You can't trade him for you can't trade him for Clay. Like 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 I don't I, know what the trade. It would be that and, and cash. Yeah, it would have to be cash. I mean, I think if you wanted to play make a play for Clay, it'd have to be a free agency. Mm-hmm. But who knows if he want if he wants to leave? Uh, what's it called? He leave. I don't think he if he wants to leave Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's tough. Making a move, planning for betting on free agency, being like, oh, this is where we're going to improve the team. That's tough. That's a tough move to make, especially so early in the season. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think Fultz is still going to have trade value because you know he's a former number one pick. Mm-hmm. He looked great in college. Mm-hmm. If a team believes that they can rebuild his re- rebuild his form, give him like a low pressure situation to build his confidence. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see a good deal happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's gonna be a very fluid situation. I pay attention around the de- around the trade deadline in February, and maybe this summer too. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know, I th- I had a feeling when he didn't play summer league this year, that was a kind of a tell that this he maybe he wasn't all the way there yet. Brother. No, uh, no, false. false. Yeah, false. false of the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to play Summer League. Yeah, if he, if he had played Summer League and come out, shot the lights out, okay, it would have been a different story. Just, to, but, just, just for a conference, it was just a catch. Yeah. Just, 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 just to get back in the rhythm. Just to get back in the rhythm. Get back in the rhythm of things. He barely played last year. Yeah. Like, I think he played maybe like 12 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including the playoffs. Inclu- and he, I don't think he even played in the playoffs. He no, might no, have no, played garbage. He might have played garbage. Yeah, time. yeah, just garbage time. But like he wasn't starting though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, but like, but like the weird thing with trading Covington and Sarge is that like, like where are your where are your shooters? Well, I mean, yeah. if that's the deal, if that's the deal you had to make to get this player on your team, okay, then you do it. No, mm-hmm. you have to figure like, out the rest. If, of if, if you like, if you like, if you but if you look at the shooters, like the like defensive king and on. Um, on the seventy six on the seventy six Sixers shooters, like if you watch any Philly, if you watch any Philly games, like JJ Redick is not shooting catch shoot threes. Mm-hmm. He's shooting them all. He's shooting them all off the bounce. No, but no, but he he's Redick's Redick's forty three percent shooting from catch and shoot. Yeah, no, he's his elite. Career, he's elite. His career though, he's elite. His career though, but this year his numbers are low. Okay, that's this year. The so so, so what, you, th- you think his shooting his shooting ability went away? No, it's not that his shots are harder. I mean, I think Butler Butler opens up the floor a little bit. But I think it's on Simmons just because just because Butler has that playmaking ability and mm-hmm. he understands how to be unselfish and whatnot. Right. I think Butler is uh, you know he's always going to come in. He's going to play his game. He's just going to be a guy. Okay, though, just come in, come out. You're not you're not expected to be the leader on this team, mm-hmm. but you're expected to produce. You expect I think it's on Simmons to make you know to make the adjustments to his game so we're not clogging up the paint. Uh, you know, like on his drives, so Butler can get some space. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, that's what I think. I think it's on Simmons to make the adjustment here because he's going to be the lead ball handler for pretty much the whole time he's here. So, not, really, not really. Not really. Jimmy's more of a ball and hand up player, too. I think Simmons has insisted he's the point guard. Simmons has insisted he's the point guard. No, but like, 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 like,
Yeah, I mean, I can I can see you know like a Butler and B pick and roll. That's going to be bread and butter. It's going to be amazing with like Redick on the corner. But I think that you know Simmons is going to be still going to be the primary ball handler. Hundred percent, yeah. Hundred percent. But yeah. like, and he says it about Butler. He has the ball in his game. I mean, I feel like clo- when it comes to a closeout, like you know, we close down a game. It's late. We're trailing. Oh, oh, it's oh, going to be wait, Butler. Wait. Yeah, he's going to give him the ball. Like game, game set, it's going to Butler. Yeah, it's going to Jimmy. He gets buckets. Yeah, that's what the G stands for. Yep, Jimmy G. Buckets. So yeah, and the G stands for guess. So I think for now, like in the short term, like meaning like maybe in you know the next couple of months, it's going to be kind of like what OKC went through last year when they got Paul George mm-hmm. and Carmelo Anthony. They're trying to figure out their offense. They're a little bit inconsistent. I think it's going to be it's going to be look like that a little bit. But considering the East has maybe one, two, three, has five good teams and like mm-hmm. a bunch of other teams, you know, we're not in danger of losing playoff position. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be like a couple of months and maybe five hundred ball, and maybe we see. As long as you guys don't do a Cleveland bag last year, yeah. when like like they pretty much oh, where you okay. guys where you guys had wait, well, my bad, not you guys where where they had they had Dwayne Wade, uh, they had Derrick Rose, they had Isaiah Thomas, they had all these pieces that should have worked all together, but Isaiah Thomas was injured all the way until January. Mm-hmm. Um, Came in, played horribly. Yeah, D- Dwayne Wade was uh, Dwayne Wade was you know I, I shell shelled himself. Yeah, shelled himself. Um, and Derrick Rose was coming off the bench, yeah. right? Yeah, Derrick Rose was and coming Dwayne off Wade the was bench. Coming off the bench too. Yeah, like remember Dwayne know, Wade did a bit with the Cavs for like five games. <laughs> mm. Well, like thirty, but like, and well, if they played like I mean, so like that's well, what you but, just gotta hope that the Sixers just have like the rough start that they're gonna probably have with like adjusting to Butler being on the team. Definitely, definitely, um, definitely taking time to adjust line. I'm trying to figure out which line was yeah. worked the best. Yeah, maybe like, we'll maybe we'll hear about the practice tomorrow, and then we'll hopefully see him uh, <laughs> debut on Wednesday against Orlando Magic, which I 100 percent plan on watching. And um, him, so, unfortunately, uh, and yeah, like. You know, I, I I believe I believe in Jimmy Butler to complete this process in you know, maybe I mean, maybe in a couple of years' time. I don't so expect him to win it all this year. No, but it's, it's, a, it's, a good it's a good it's a good trick. It's not gonna be this year. But do you think the Sixers should make the finals as it stands now? Oof. No. It's 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 no. hard it's no. hard to take him against the Raptors. It's hard to take him against the Bucks. Yeah. The Bucks are also like let me cross over the Bucks. The, the Bucks are kind of scary this year. The Bucks, Bucks are, are disgusting. Yeah, the, yeah. The Bucks are scary this year. Like, the Bucks are disgusting. Their like, shooters, their shooters are disgusting. Yeah, I think like, that you don't want to drive out on these roads, yo. Gonna, I think we take the. I think depending on who we play in the mm-hmm. Eastern Conference Finals, I think the road to the road to the finals goes through Toronto this year. I think we could take any team to seven. I don't mm-hmm. know if we win, but if we get to seven, who knows what happens? All the competitions in the East right now. Yeah, all the competitions in the East right now. There is, I feel like there really isn't any competition. People have been waiting for this to happen for like maybe twenty five years for mm-hmm. the East to get good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ridiculous. No, no, no. We've been like waiting for like the past seven years for like LeBron to leave. Mm-hmm. No, even when LeBron was here, it's like okay, like you had like talent, but now it's like oh, the talent's like spread out through the East. There's good teams pretty much up and down. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna yeah, we're right, in the, yeah, right. we're gonna we're in a very good position for a very great basketball. Yeah, like a lot mm-hmm. of great basketball, folks. It's mm-hmm. gonna be good. And um, yeah, Jimmy G. That Wednesday, that Wednesday night game, his debut is going to be something to watch. So. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch the players. They're going to let Jimmy run. They're going to it's going to because mm, mm, because actually, like like when you look at it, the um, the Sixers they're they're super isolation based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play a lot of iso ball. Mm-hmm. And, like, who, and who's a great like isolation scorer? Hi, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. High post, high high post possession for Embiid, like up top, up up to high selection for Ben Simmons, like like it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna incorporate a lot more Jimmy Butler playing his game, mm-hmm. both with Jimmy Butler, Jimmy yeah. Butler creating his own shots whenever he needs to. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's, it's a new dynamic when you include a player as dynamic as Butler. But it's so exciting. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't understand. Five years ago, the Sixers were starting fucking KJ McDaniels and like other guys they literally found off the street. Not literally found off the street, but guys who pretty much should have been playing on the street. And now they have three, three stars, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and now Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, five years ago, this was only like a dream mm-hmm. in, Sam, in Sam Presti's head. It's amazing. It's not, it's not Sam Presti's head. Oh my god, Sam Presti's the GM for the it's fucking in, OKC. It's in Sam Hinkies. Sam Hinkies. A lot of Sams. The grand yeah. wizard of the process. If you're a Sixers fan, or if you're just like a basketball fan in general, watching the process go from like, oh, it's like we're going to lose mad games in a row. We're going we're gonna to collect so many second round picks. Th- to having three legit superstars in their primes on the same team. This is big. This is huge. Huge. Not even the prime, huge. Like, Ben Simmons is like 23. Mm-hmm. Not even in a prime. You're right, yeah. Yeah, Ben Simmons is like 23. Joel Embiid's like, 25. Like, wait, is he really? I thought Ben Simmons was like 23. No, Joel Embiid's, uh, no, Embiid? Wait, hang on. Embiid is... 24. 24, and Simmons is 22. Yeah, 22. And Butler's 30. Yeah. So, like, so, like... So, so do like, you realize that if he fucks up this five-year deal, he's going to be 35 years old and probably without a team? Without, not without a team... It's just like he's not he'll gonna get. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna get as big a contract as he. He'll be on the tail end if anything. Much. Yeah. He might have to send for less than the max, which for a guy his age, considering the minutes he's played, is like bad. So he's gonna be on his best behavior. I think. I, I think. Hope. I think just based on name, he'll get the max from any team. Mm, then, you'd be, then you'd be in a mellow situation. But again, think about it. It's like if you if you shut up three situations, three different situations in in Chicago, Minnesota, and Philly, who's gonna want to really sign you mm-hmm. for like a max contract? Mm-hmm. I, I would. would. Brooklyn would. I wouldn't. <laughs> the next one. Huh? The next one. The next one. Yeah, the Knicks definitely. I mean, would. true. It takes it all. It takes is one team to make a you know a decision to make to set the market on something. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, common sense would dictate like, oh, maybe we don't, maybe we don't give this guy the fucking keys to the franchise because you just burn it down. True. All right. So what's next? What's next? Yeah, you know, we're gonna watch that game at my house. And you know how many seats I have in my house? How many? Four hundred twenty-five. Oh. Actually, it's 435. 425. Okay, then there's 425, and 202 of them belong to Democrats. True. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what you guys talked about. <laughs> 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 you still, you still yeah. like, I still like 425 seats in the first day. I thought, I was like, what the hell? Are you entertaining a village? Are you, <laughs> like, are you like, are you are you like playing? Are, are you like running a plain ancient Greek? Boom! Bullshit? We're transitioning into the midterms. Yes, mid-term, this is what we're doing right here. Boom! Midterm wrap week? up. What, boom! We get, we boom! Got a, we got a boom. wave. What color was the wave? Boom! Blue. It was blue. It was blue. It wasn't blue. It was boom. Blue. <laughs> blue as fuck. And blue as fuck. And, and all the media outlets just trying to discredit us. Mm-hmm. I mean, us as the Democrats. We're not part of them. Are we affiliated with the Yes, Democrats? we're affiliated with the Democratic Party. We support them, bro. Okay. Do you, want, do you want to be affiliated with the Republican Party? You idiot. Listen, man. Listen, listen, man. Right, you can't be funny using right-wing comedy. I really can't. Right, right-wing people aren't funny. Huh? Mm-hmm. They're funny and, and ironic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're funny unintentionally. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, man, you know what I mean? you really... Like, what I love, I love those guns that keep killing our children. <laughs> I love I, lo- I love it. I love the guns and I love the monies. What else I mean? I love that. I love that president keeps grabbing pussies everywhere. Mm-hmm. All right. All the time. But I lied. Okay, so there's 425 seats in the House. All right? The House of Representatives. And 227 of them belong to the Democrats, mm-hmm. and 198 of them belong to the Republicans. And what does that mean? That means we the have, Democrats... We acquired the House. We so, acquired the House for the first time in eight years. And, and what does that ago. mean, that mm-hmm. we have the House again? What does it mean again, Carlos? Well, basically, if, we have, if the Re- Democrats control the House, essentially we got back, like, a lever of power before. Like, the last two years, Republicans have had control of the House, the Senate, 
and the presidency. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they could have, pa- if they had the ability, to, if they had, they, they could uh, what's it called? They, they could pass, pass anything. They could pass any legislation they want. They could uh, approve any judges they want. They could do whatever the hell they want. But because the Republican Party is full of fucking morons, the only thing they could do in the last uh, two years was just pass a heinous tax bill, which is pretty bad. But considering what they could have done, it's not that bad. Mm. But actually, now that actually, but, well, actually, what else they did in those two years is also appoint Kavanaugh. Yeah, I was gonna say they got yeah, Kavanaugh. That was more. That was more the Senate, which we didn't keep, which we didn't. We weren't able to retake. But I thought. Right. I thought. I thought the House can also like can also can also stop up, um, appoint, appointments too. Mm-hmm. Damn uh, it. Judicial appointments. That's that's in the purview of the Senate. Okay. But well, but with the House, it's very important. Uh, what's it called? Budgets have to start in the House of Representatives. Yep. Meaning that the wall is dead. It's not gonna be. It's been dead though. It's. Been, I mean. It would never have started. It never would have started, but now it's like, okay, we can breathe easy. It's not going to fucking happen. Any legislation that Trump wants to pass, it could pass the Senate, but it won't pass the House. Um, the House can start investigations, and considering that Trump and his people associated with him are fucking criminals, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that we can investigate his tax returns, his business dealings, this is going to be, the next two years is going to be a shitstorm of epic proportions. And now we could protect, we could protect Mueller. Yeah, because we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna actually Mueller. protect yeah. Mueller, 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 Mule. We're gonna protect the mule, the Shall golden mule. mule. Um, we're gonna we're gonna protect Mueller uh, because uh, for some reason I don't know why Trump just wants to fire him. I don't, I don't know. Gee, I wonder. I wonder if it's because it's probably because he's doing a bad job at his job. Why else would you fire True. anybody, right? Or, or maybe he actually did collude. Or you know, or you maybe he actually did collude, and that's why. Like literally, I remember. I remember. I, t- I, I texted you guys uh, what last week uh, that there was a Trump protest over in uh, Fairlawn. Yeah, I found it out the, that it, it was the Protect Mueller one. It was right? a Protect Mueller one. They were literally protesting by a train station. There was cops there, and like I saw the I saw the Trump chicken. Was there like a lot of people, or it was like maybe like like forty people there? I mean, even the fact that forty people are out there at a random night in November. Yeah, random night in November, right next to Chase. You take photos. I was going to, but I was fucking driving. It was on Fairlawn. It was on Fairlawn Ave, which is like super busy around that time. Okay. And um, like I missed that foot of Fairlawn, so I don't know. What yeah, so like, but like, it's like it's like it's like a busy, it's like a main street. It's like main yeah. street. Okay. Yeah, I'll, so I'll like, yeah, like I, I if. If I would have caught the red light, I would have been able to take a picture. I trust me, I took my phone out. I, I was gonna, I was gonna take a fucking picture, but I didn't get a chance to. But there was protests um, uh, supporting uh, Mueller and trying to protect him and all this stuff because they were all over the nation. People were doing it, and um, yeah, like you know, we ended up winning the, we ended up winning the house, the house, but we didn't win back the Senate. Which, I mean, even if we didn't win back the Senate, considering that the Senate map this year was, you know, a lot of Republicans are defending their seats. You know, incumbents typically have the advantage. And, uh, you know, you know uh, what's it called? Democrats really didn't have many places where we could have won. But the fact that, you know, um, we were able to just hold them to maybe just gaining one seat mm-hmm. is huge. I think, yeah, it was like a one or two seat gain. Yeah, it's, it's like, and that was like about where, where uh, the projections fell, like between one and two. Literally years. everybody, like, the way that, like, all of the, the news outlets predicted this election going, it went that way. Yeah. Um, and, th- like, they're, like, literally, like, maybe the only things that they ever, that they got wrong was, like, the point margins between, like, the winners. Yeah. Like, they thought the winners would win by more or once less. Again, what did the, and once again, what did, what did the news outlets predict again? The, A wave? The color blue. Yeah. It was a blue wave. Yeah, no, the, the Democrats gained at least four, 34 seats, which is the biggest performance since 1974. Mm-hmm. And what was 1974? After, it was the election after Watergate. Oof. Yeah. So Republicans, they lost power back then. And what happened after that election is that Democrats held the House for 20 years until 1994. Mm-hmm. So this could possibly, if we, you know, if we play our cards right the next two years as the minority party, you know, if we play, if we play it correctly, you know, 
we could experience, you know, holding the house for a very long time. But we need to do right. We need every, everything needs to, like, fall in our direction yeah. for this to happen. I mean, like, um, like you know, the with um, another another thing is Nancy Polowski. Nancy yeah. Polowski. Yeah. Polowski. Yeah. Very, very Polish last name. And, um, you know, she has a chance to become um, speaker again. Well, she's gonna she's gonna try to become speaker again. Um, with uh, I forgot I forgot who the actual speaker of the house is right Jeez. now. Well, Paul Ryan retired. So. Paul Ryan retired. Yeah. Um, it's, it's most likely she will become speaker. Yeah. Yeah. So like that, that that's good. Um, Dem started making like positive steps forward in terms of uh, what's the word in not tradition di- diversification. D- diversification. Yeah, and they and they, yeah, I don't even know why I like spell it out, but yeah, diversification because uh, the Dems elected their first gay governor in Col- Colorado. Mm-hmm. Colorado, uh, Jared Polis. They um, also voted in um, not not in Colorado, just in like other places. That we ha- now have our first two Muslim women. Uh, and we have our first two Native American women, and I, I, be, I believe there's a hundred women serving in the house right now. That's a record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly hundred. And you know, it, it like definitely women voting and coming out uh, was huge. It, it it was huge in terms of who was gonna run this country, and because women went out and they like voted, like they like I guess like majority of them voted blue, and you know another poll said that four out of ten voters said that they voted to oppose Trump. Yeah. Um. You know you could only you can only assume that most of those you know like like four out of ten like you can only assume that some of those people some of those women were voting against Trump and like yeah. whatever what like he really even stands for. And it also has to deal with the fact that um, we that the Democrats uh, got people in the suburbs, like where um, like New Jersey is notoriously blue. But yeah. like you know, but you know, we finally it, we we finally like we we completed you know, our blue turn. We that's There's pretty only, much what it was. We were only sending one Republican to the House of Representatives. Exactly, that was what, that was what I was gonna say. Like mm-hmm. we literally like went from like you know we're we're blue, but now we're like we're, we're the wave of blue. You know, yeah. we're the we're ocean blue at this point. You yeah. know. I don't want to say we're as blue as the Jersey Shore because uh, that's like brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, damn that hurt. Damn that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, like you know, for all the ladies, good shit. Buy, buy beer. Yeah. Buy beer. So I mean, I think the important thing to note here is that turnout was extremely high. Hmm. One hundred and fifteen million people voted. Do you know when the, the last time people voted this much, like in a midterm election? No. It's hundred years ago. Let's go, yo. People actually cared. Yeah. A hundred years ago. People, people before, actually cared. You know what, what a hundred years ago was? Before It was 1918, two years before women got the right to vote. Mm-hmm. So the fact that, you know, before, this is our highest turnout since universal suffrage, you know, it's huge because it means that people are engaged. People, you know, want to know about, you know, politics. People mm-hmm. want to be involved in, you know, picking their leaders, which is mm-hmm. super important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the most important thing to note here is that the youth turnout was super high. You know, people our age, people in their mid-20s, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, we have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. We were born here. This means we're guaranteed. We don't, have to do no, we don't have to do any stupid bullshit. We don't have to sit. We don't, we don't have to go to, like, immigration or anything like that. We don't have to take a test. We don't have to you know, do anything because our rights have been guaranteed since we were born. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have this is like, you know, we should use this right. Yes? No? Maybe? 100%. 100%, right? Yep. I enjoy my right to vote. I enjoy yeah, my right enjoy. to vote, and I will vote every every time I have to until the day I die. I have. I, yeah. I, I vote every time. Mm-hmm. I, I voted every time every time the elections come out ever since 2018. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, like, voter turnout. You know, I, you know I, like, one of these things that kind of went under the wrap um, 
was Mr. Uh, There's an artist by the name of Frank Ocean. Yeah. Uh, he did this thing where he took the four he took the four um, cities that had the lowest youth turnout, mm-hmm. right? And he made it into a blonde uh, merchandise stand where if you voted at these places. Um, you got a free Frank Ocean T-shirt. That's Damn insane! It. Wow. Yeah. Damn it! I kind of want that. Yeah. There was there was one. What there were the was, four cities? Uh, I know one of them was in Florida. Yeah. I know another one was in Chicago. Okay. But I I don't remember what the other two were. Mm-hmm. But literally, you got a free long sleeve blonde merch T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And some people waited in line for three hours to vote just so they can get a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that is like literally like I I don't care if you have to bribe the fucking kids make them come out and vote okay no, for, for real I think I think one of the big things I that came out was today in a, it was in the cities were Houston Miami uh, Northwestern Northwestern Atlanta and Dallas yeah okay so he was targeting areas that you know that have like a lot of young people but maybe they weren't they weren't voting not so even, like not even young people places where there are vital races yeah. Like, um, one thing that like, I read today, like look at it like Texas, Atlanta, and Florida. I mean, turnout, in, turnout in Texas was just huge. But before we transition to that, I just want to point out that uh, today I read that the, one of the first bills that Democrats want to pass, you know, they'll have the majority. Obviously, it'll pass, but it won't mm-hmm. pass the Senate. It won't, and Trump won't sign it. But one of the things they want to do, just like keep putting out there as like a bill every and every legislative session, is like, oh, we want to make voting easier. Mm-hmm. Meaning automatic voter, voter registration. We mm-hmm. have that here, where you know if you're applying for a license, you're automatically registered to vote. Registered to vote. Mm-hmm. If, did you know that? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the automatic voter registration, kind of restoring the rights that were lost uh, when the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was gutted. Mm-hmm. And what happened in that is that back in 1965, the Voting Rights Act passed. Right, little history lesson for you guys. Um, and basically, it said that one of the provisions in there was the uh, that states that had that were that were t- that typically had histories of racism, meaning like the Deep South, mm. you know, like Georgia, Alabama, you know, all the Southern states down Kentucky. there. Kentucky. They had they had to submit like you know kind of like their voting guidelines, like okay, this is what we're doing to make sure everybody has the right to vote. It's like okay, so basically, you know, they had to submit that to a fe- like to a federal judge, mm-hmm. and they would approve it and mm-hmm. see if it was good or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, back yeah. in 2013, there was a Supreme Court case. I think it was Shelby County versus the state of Georgia. And I believe um, one of those things like, oh, then that in, in that majority opinion, uh, the Chief Justice, John Roberts, fucking asshole, mm-hmm. he said like, oh, well, Obama was elected. Essentially, his opinion boiled down to, oh, Obama was elected, so that means racism is over. And so they stripped that part out of the uh, Voting Rights Act. They did it. And they that's fixed why, racism. And that's why, you know, in 2016, we saw, you know, voter suppression be like a major thing where, you know, and that's kind of like why the scales tipped in Trump's favor in those key states of, of Michigan, Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Because Trump only won by 30,000 votes in mm-hmm. both of those states. So the fact that the Voting Rights Act was gutted is kind of like a key reason why we're in this mess. But it's really important that Democrats are going in and saying like, oh, we're going to try and restore these rights. We're going to make it easier for, for people to vote. And you know that's really yeah, important. Some, yeah, some states have like super brutal like voter like 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 voting laws. I think I'm 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 not sure which. States. Some states have like a photo ID like registration yeah. act. Like some, 
Some states require you to bring two government, two government, two government documents, and if anything is off on those documents, they send you home immediately. Yeah. And and like that, that doesn't and like that doesn't benefit people with like super ethnic names. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, like if you're if you're, I'd say if if you're white, your your names you're you're gonna have an easy name when it comes to yeah. that. If you if your last name's like fucking uh, white, you know. <laughs> yeah, white, yeah. Uh, if, if you're like Bill, white, if you're like if you're like, if you're like Bill Johnson, Johnson everyone's gonna be like, okay, you know, you're good. Mm. If if, you're, if your name's like Bill Johnson, like there's like a, there's a low chance that that. That your documents are gonna have have gonna have an incorrection in it. But yeah, if you have like an ethnic name or something like that, it's like, oh well, I don't know about this. Are mm-hmm. you really supposed to be here? Whoa, whoa, whoa! And another, How'd you get here? And another thing is like you know polling places. You know mm-hmm. a lot of places that have had their you know their votes disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. There's only like one polling place for like a whole district, and that district might be like ten thousand people. Mm-hmm. And voting times could be could be they could the state could set it to be whatever. They could set it to be like eight o'clock to one o'clock on you know on on election day. But then you can't you can't vote after that or something. Another like that. Another, mm-hmm. another thing with voting disenfranchisement is um is um they also disenfranchise like anyone with like a felony. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing. Florida. Um, Florida actually did something good. Florida actually did something good. Now oh. fe- now they 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 legal they <laughs> no well you can we hate we all are very questionable what goes on in Florida. We've literally thought about sawing it off the face of our fucking our, the face of our damn country. But they just made it legal for felons to vote. Yeah. Thank God. Did you know? Thank God, no, because like, and you know that, that's like what? Like I think it's like eight percent. No, no, no. Did you know it's like they were restoring the right for felons to vote? Did you know that forty percent of black men in Florida were you know they used to be felons? Mm-hmm. That forty percent just got the right to vote back. Yeah, no, which like, is insane. And like and like and like forty percent like, of like a the, whole population. Mm-hmm. The, the application, like, like, like literally, the if you know, if you knew two black people, one of them was in jail. Yeah. Like the application process of trying to get your right to vote is insane. Like mm-hmm. you have to wait three, you have to wait three five years after you're after you've been convicted, and then you can apply. And once you apply, you can get turned down. You know, I think one of the craziest things I read last year was that the former governor of Virginia, mm-hmm. like in Virginia, they passed the they passed the legislation to you know give felons the right to vote. And the governor, he went through, and this I think is like the craziest thing. He went through and he signed every single one. Right up until right up until uh, what's it called? His term expired, like in January of this year. Okay, what's insane? Shout out to Terry McAuliffe. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's doing now, but he's probably doing something good. What a, what a great guy. Shaking my head. Mm. And like you know, we we talk about how like these midterms went on, and you know, like Democrats, you know, the blue wave came over and it took over the House. And you know, as election night's like boiling down, you know, Trump is doing his usual. <laughs> Trump is doing his usual press conference that he usually does. You know, he's always on the. He's, you know, he blesses our TV stream, our goddamn president. Sir. And a reporter from C-SPAN asked him, "Oh, um, you're you know you're a man who likes to win, um, but you know, you, you know you're a man that likes to win, but you know last night wasn't an absolute victory." And he's like, "Well, well, well, whoa, whoa." You know, you know, like it was. Uh, actually, I thought it was very close to a complete victory. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck is close to a complete victory mean? So it's like a tactical victory or something. No, or he literally wants to make anything that he does into a fucking win. Like it's it literally is pretty much just saying but like that's his character, that's his persona. Like that is literally his persona. Is that like when you're on Team Trump, you don't lose because I'm gonna create the fucking rules as time goes on. Like, it's just like, oh, you know, literally, you guys, literally, the Republicans lost the House. You, granted, you kept the Senate, but you lost the you House. two seats, but, like, you also lost maybe, like, 35 And you don't back. say, you, and you say, I thought it was a, I thought it was very close. I thought it was a very close to complete victory. Good job. It was a very close to complete 
victory. Sorry, Siri. What does that mean? Probably. And then you know what else he went on to do? He went on to talk about, like, they asked him about um, the people, the Republicans that lost. He started naming people, the Republicans that lost, and insulting them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what's weird? Is he's like, a Carrie Love. Oh yeah, she didn't show me no love. So what's, like, what's, that it's a good thing that she lost. What's weird is that what's what's weird is that Trump divides the GOP itself. There are there are GOP members who embrace Trump, but there are GOP members who didn't want like like who didn't want to embrace. Like, yeah, what, but the fuck. So the funny part about that is that they all when, they come, from when push comes to shove, they all vote. They all vote in line with Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, believe a word that people say. Oh, you know, I really, I don't really support him. Like, bro, you still vote every time, every time with him. So, what, what, what are you doing? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. The Republican candidate for um for Jersey in the Senate, like, yeah. like, like, oh my god, his it, ads were so annoying. Were so like, annoying on YouTube. Right? I mean, he's like, I'm gonna push back on Trump. I'm like, no, I'm gonna say, I'm you're gonna not say gonna no push to back on fucking Trump. Like, you're you're lying, sack of shit. I think you texted me twice. I don't even know how you got my number. I'm pretty sure if you vote. Like your uh, what's it called? Like on your application and shit mm-hmm. like that. You didn't have your um, number down. You know, it's like they, it's like they, it's like they, they can find you through like the registry and shit like that. Um, but no, I think the thing about Bob Hugan, terrible candidate, he lost here, is that the uh, the Menendez campaign they ran on like oh, it's like you know he was a former healthcare exec, which is automatically disqualifying in my opinion, mm-hmm. considering just how fucked up healthcare is in this country. Mm-hmm. Um. What's it called? He used to be a healthcare exec. He raised the price of you know common of common prescription drugs, and you know in an election where people said that healthcare was their most important issue, it wouldn't have made any he, sense. He was, was going to lose. Yeah, especially because they were you know we're reliably democratic, mm-hmm. but even in a situation like that, that was just going to happen. What is that noise? Oh, yeah. that's the that uh, that's the heat, bro. Oh god. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. Oh, I think I think that's the alarm. I think we're gonna have to call it a podcast because that thing's gonna get annoying. It's an hour and sixteen. Yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, is there anything else we want to talk about? Whoa. Um, um, the, um, you just sent something in the chat. The, the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole nonsense with Jim Acosta and Donald Trump with John with just Trump fucking flipping out on him and like trying. To, you know, the, the crazy thing is Trump wanted to look like a strong man. You know, talking back to the reporter, talking to him right in his face. Because you saw when he stepped away, like when he stepped away he from the podium, he's gonna cool down. Yeah. No, he stepped away. I thought like, yo, is he gonna try and pull up on the Costa? He's gonna, he's gonna go down there, like you know, to like, oh yeah. I was like, because yeah, he, because he looked maybe, really mad. Looked maybe, really maybe, mad. maybe that was the. Uh, like, shut up. Maybe You're that so was, disrespectful. You know, the public high school student in me that was like, oh, is, is, is it about go time? Is it gonna be a fight? Mm-hmm. But no, it's like yo, the whole that whole yeah, thing is just stupid. Trump wanted to look strong, but he ended up looking weak as hell because uh, yeah. the reporter pressed him, and he just like. Uh, uh, he just turned. He just turned uh, into a stuttering uh, fool. Uh, 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 like, pull his mic now. Pull it now. Pull it just now. turned into a Trump that just happened to be stuttering. Also, shout out to that. Shout out to the girl trying to pull away. Trying to pull away the mic. It's like, yo, really? You did. You thought you were, you were gonna do something? Yo, mm. yo, shout out. Yo, shout out to the intern for doing that. But at the same time, like, but at the same time, like, I mean, I mean, it's not the intern's fault. But like, the White House, like, but like the White House tried justifying pulling pulling Jim Acosta's past by playing by playing a modified video of the of the altercation. So what was the modified video? What was they the original? Up. They sped it. What they, was? They sped they, it up. They sped it. They sped it up to make it look like that. That, that Acosta shoved her arm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but but if anything, but if anything like, like but if anything like Acosta like more like put his hand in, put his freaking in the way of the engine getting getting her arm away. And guess and guess where this guess where this altered sped up video came from again? From Literally from, from the from White House. Wonderful Uncle Alex Jones. It's from Infowars. From Infowars. Like like imagine pulling something out of the a White thing. House. Tweet it. Huh? Did the White House tweet it? I think I, I don't think the, I don't think they tweeted. I think that was a, I think that was a press release. 
so I feel like it'd be, so like it'd be a disaster to put on Twitter. Bro, you you're saying that like he hasn't put some dumb shit on Twitter. I mean, you say I mean, it's disastrous, but he's done this dumb shit before. No, he's no, literally no, no, lied no, no, on the Twitter. The White House itself put that out. Trump can tweet whatever he wants. The White House has openly lied to us multiple times. This is not going to be like the first they, or last the, time they do it. The fucked up part is they try to lie about shit that we clearly see. It's like, bro, it's like, I know it's like some 1984 shit. Like, oh, it's like, you know, the uh, the last thing that, that, that fascists want you to do is to disbelieve the evidence you see with your eyes and your ears. But it's like, yo, people aren't dumb. Information is everywhere. We could just see what's happening. It's like, 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 we live in, like, we live in an age where any information can be factual on the internet. Yeah. I mean, on a reliable source. Yeah, like yeah. You, you, you don't believe anything you see on the internet, but like you don't want to believe anything. You can literally like, fact check everything we've said in the past hour and fifteen hour and twenty minutes. You can literally fact check and be like, "Oh, he was wrong about that. Oh, he was wrong about that. Oh, he was right about that. Oh, he was right about that." Honestly, you can literally fact check it. We could have been lying to you this whole time, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah, we're going to do that. We believe we want to. We are good, honest journalists here. What? We are good, honest journalists here. Didn't even go to journalism school. Didn't even go to journalism. I took a journalism class. He took a journalism class. I did Three credits. That's news to me. <laughs> wow. Oh is, that how you, is that how you're going to end this? On another bad fucking pun? I swear to God, man. <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> That's news to me. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap, let's wrap this episode up. Closing thoughts. Oh, closing man. thoughts. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? Y'all want to keep political? I mean, you want, do you want your closing thoughts? I think the worst the combination or? ever to exist would probably be Hoodie Trump. Ah, what? How would you put that out there, wait, man? Wait, wait, what'd you say? He said Hoodie Trump. Hoodie Trump. It's gonna. It's. I, I can't. His hair's gonna get ruffled. What hair? Hoodie Trump. Is this gonna be out there playing ball? Is gonna be ridiculous. So like, so like, like, would it be like a Nike hoodie or would it be like a Klansman hoodie? It'd be a Klansman hoodie. Wow. Yes. yes. AKA yes. Boston Celtics city jersey. Let's go. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I think we just figured out which one Chris is gonna buy. No, I would never buy a Celtics jersey. I would wow. never buy. I own a Celtics. Well, jersey. you're saying you would buy a Klansman robe? No, I wouldn't actually. I would never. Chris is a confirmed racist. <laughs> I would never. I can always find a white sheet in my house. Wow. Three ninety nine. Yeah. You're gonna be racist. You gotta do it on a budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to be a racist, you gotta be racist on a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Think dude, you want to walk out with like a Versace plans? Like, don't yell the N word with a megaphone. Do it out your window. Yeah. Like a normal person. How much does that cost? Labor uh, is free ninety nine. You actually has a megaphone. I have a megaphone. Yeah. I bring it to graduations. And yell the N word? No, I don't. <laughs> I yell, oh, you graduate, congratulations. N word? N word? We at MB Podcast, we like to, we'll like to say that the views of Chris Batista are not representative of the views of the whole podcast, but just his own. Yeah. Fake news. It's not fake news. <laughs> Alright, so my closing thought is that, I don't know, it's gonna be another wild two years. Hopefully, Trump's tax returns come out and he's like, oh, this nigga's broke. Imagine our president's broke. He is broke. Imagine, our, imagine, imagine it comes to light that our president's broke. That'd be funny. He's gonna get it's like an we official. Get, we get to make fun of you. Our president is broke, boy. My president is broke. It's like Trump buys like fucking uh, shoes at Payless. Trump shoes you can find at Payless. Trump, Trump, yeah. Trump, Trump's out here presidenting airwalks. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Trump is out here presidenting <laughs> in, in shacks. Oh. In shacks. <laughs> and high waters. And high waters. Trump, Trump's out here presidenting. In Starberry once. Oh my god. 
Bootcut jeans. Bootcut jeans. He, he probably does wear bootcut jeans. I, I don't want to see. Have you seen how long his ties are? Of course he wears bootcut jeans. Our president has no clout. Yeah, Kanye has clout. zero clout. Obama had so much clout. Yeah, remember the, the most suit? amount of clout that he got was Kanye, and like literally, you know like who I feel bad for. Do you remember the tan suit? Yeah, ooh, that tan suit. Yeah, tan suit. Yo, there are really women out here who like want to fuck Trump. Ew. It's true. Ew. Yeah. Ew. It's like why? Ew. You you, you taste you you taste the racism. Is the bar that low? I literally think if you want to. If, like, you listen to our podcast and you've ever had a fantasy about Trump, whether you're a man or a woman, especially if you're a woman, I want you to take the closest knife that you can and just shove it up your... Just shove it up any hole. Yeah. Any hole. Yeah, or your neck. No, no, no. Don't, I mean, don't do the neck. No, I mean, it's fine. You, just literally you, shove it up any hole. I mean, it could you, be, it you be got, your you ass. You have holes in your brain if you think that. It, so. it could be your ears. Yeah. Uh, it could be your nose. Mm-hmm. It could be your mouth. Just just, just take a knife and just... I want, I want at least... I, I want I want it to the handle. I I, I think that's a good trade off. All yeah. right, but if you're a man, go just just take a knife and just shove it right up your ass. Yeah, you know. I, I, and then when you're done, you just and you just just you, we're gonna stick you in the ground. And you're gonna be you, we're gonna Gaddafi you. We're gonna Gaddafi you. That's what we're gonna do. Okay, and that's my closing thought. Wow! 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 Well, closing thought is that if the White House is going, my closing thought is if the White House is going to be citing. Fake news conspiracy theorists platforms such as such as InfoWars that describes them immediately. They should just plug us if they're gonna plug fake news. Honestly, are we fake news? No, we're not. I mean, we're just people talking about stuff. That's yeah, happening. we are. We we have our opinion, but like, but like, but, but what's our plan? But think about it. If, if the White House plugged us, I mean, I don't know if I want that's that. Bump. I don't know if I want that bump, but a lot of people will be listening. I mean, I mean, I mean, bad publicity is good publicity. But like, but like, what if, but like, but like, what if, <laughs> but like, what if we get invited to defend our honor of Fox and Friends? Oh, we shut the whole thing up. Huh? We shut the whole thing up. We shoot it up? No, shit. <laughs> like, you know, we're just like totally tank. It's like, yo, bro, you guys know you're basically state media. You're just like telling the president what to do. Mm-hmm. You, know how, you know how much power, how responsible you fucks are? I, I'd, I'd love to sit down across Sean Hannity and be like, you know, man, like... I, you know, I don't think I don't think I'd be able to control myself. It's like, yo, I'm gonna fucking slug you in the face. I don't care what happens after. It's gotta happen on live TV. Oh yeah, we can go viral that way. Oh yeah, we'll replace them. And then yeah. we'll it'll be us. They'll give us. They'll give us the nine o'clock. Fox, yeah. Fox, Fox News. It'll be Fox and maybe podcasting. Yeah, All right. we'll collaborate. All right. Serious question. Fox X. How big would the check have to be from Fox News for you to like give up all your values? Twenty bucks. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast budget, bro. What the hell, man? We're supposed to go to Cancun with that man. We're supposed to go to. We're supposed to go to New Orleans. We're supposed to go to tomorrow. Nolans. 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 We're gonna be in your city soon? Question mark. Story for, another, story for another day. All right. Yeah. What's your closing thought, bro? That's it? Oh, the Clippers beat the Warriors in OT. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> your Clippers are looking good, man. 121 to 116. Clippers are looking good, but yeah, like, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, the fact, yeah, but yeah, but like the fact that they had to use a video that was sped up by Alex Jones' team, it's absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. And Jim Acosta, if you want to, if you want to ask us hard questions, go ahead. And if you're, and if you're a conservative and, and you're in your justification of Trump kicking, kicking out Acosta is, oh, he was asking the hard question. No, that's not their fault. That's the media's fault. The media's job is to ask, is to hold Trump accountable and is to make sure that Trump and is to hit Trump with a gotcha question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all, that's all they want to see because, because. It's like, look, you need to be able to question your, to question your leadership. Otherwise, how are you going to know what's true, what's not? Because, because, because Trump will shout fake news and anything that portrays it bad. Yeah. And then, and, and just want, just want to let you notice that, that, that a lot of Trump, a lot of Trump has done it ever since he got, ever since he got into office has been bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So. That's pretty much it, right? We're signing up, boys. All right, so that was episode six. 
It's gonna, the title's going to be Hennessy with an, with a squiggle on the end. All right, so I'm Carlos. I'm Chris. And I'm Brandon. I'm right, signing off, folks. We'll see you guys next week, all right? Bye. See ya.